here we are. So it's a real blessing to be able to come together and worship the Lord in spirit and in truth. We've sung this morning about the name. I want to talk a few minutes about the name this morning, but let's begin with prayer. Father, we thank you for your gracious goodness in our lives, your mercy. You're so precious to us, Jesus. We thank you for revealing yourself to us and for doing a work in us that you promised to continue to do until you fulfill it. I thank you that you are at work today in each of our lives. I pray that you would open your word to us and give us understanding in a deeper way of the amazing name of Jesus. For we ask it in your name. Amen. So obviously we're officially observing uh, the Christmas season and remembering the story of the birth of Christ. The Messiah is told in Matthew and Luke's Gospels. There are two miracles taking place um, during this time that I want to talk about this morning. The conception and birth of John, who would be known as the Baptist, who will prepare the way for the Christ, and also the conception and birth of Jesus, born to a virgin mother, who will bring salvation to sinners who believe on his name. Jesus will be born of Mary... And John will be born to Elizabeth, a relative of Mary. Now, Elizabeth and her husband, Zacharias, have tried to have children for many years with no success. She was, she was barren. Now, she and Zacharias are also at an advanced age. I'm not sure what that is, what the cutoff is, but uh, I feel like we're getting there. <laughs> well, this sets the stage for the angel Gabriel who was sent by God to Zacharias as he was serving in his priestly capacity in the temple to tell him that he and Elizabeth will indeed have a son. Luke 1, 11 through 20 recounts the story as it was relayed to him. And an angel of the Lord appeared to him standing to the right of the altar of incense. Zacharias was troubled when he saw the angel and fear gripped him. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zacharias. For your petition has been heard, and your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you will give him the name John. You will have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth. For he will be great in the sight of the Lord, and he will drink no wine nor liquor, and he will be filled with the Holy Spirit while yet in his mother's womb. And he will turn many of the sons of Israel back to the Lord their God. It is he who will go as a forerunner before him in the spirit and a power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers back to the children and the disobedient to the attitude of the righteous so as to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. So Gabriel comes to Zacharias to let him know you're going to have a son and you're going to name him John. Well, the Hebrew word for John, I'm going to try Yohanan, Yohanan, I'm not sure which, but uh, in Greek, it's Yohannes, and it means Yahweh has been gracious. Well, Zacharias, the scripture continues, said to the angel, how will I know this for certain? For I am an old man and my wife is advanced in years. 
The angel answered and said to him, I am Gabriel, who stands in the presence of God. And I've been sent to speak to you and to bring you this good news. And behold, you shall be silent and unable to speak until the day when these things take place, because you did not believe my words, which will be fulfilled in their proper time. Note to self, don't question an angel. <laughs> then we pick up in Luke 1, 26 through 38. Now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel, again, was sent from God to a city in Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph, of the descendants of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And coming in, he said to her, Greetings, favored one. The Lord is with you. I love the way this is phrased. But she was very perplexed by this statement (laughs) and kept pondering what kind of salutation this was. In other words, what's going on? The angel said to her, (laughs) (laughs) The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. For you have found favor with God, and behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom will have no end. Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I am a virgin? The angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. And for that reason, the Holy Child shall be called the Son of God. And behold, even your relative Elizabeth has also conceived a son in her old age. And she who was called barren is now in her sixth month. For nothing will be impossible with God. And Mary said, Behold the bondslave of the Lord, may it be done to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Now meanwhile, in Matthew's recording of these events, in chapters one, chapter 1, 18 through 25, it says this. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child by the Holy Spirit. And Joseph, her husband, being a righteous man and not wanting to disgrace her, planned to send her away secretly. But when he had considered this, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child who has been conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. For he will save his people from their sins. Now all this took place to fulfill what was spoken by the Lord through the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall be with child and shall bear a son and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which translated means God with us. And Joseph awoke from his sleep and did as the angel of the Lord commanded him and took Mary as his wife, but kept her a virgin until she gave birth to a son. And he called his name Jesus. The naming of a child in Hebrew culture was extremely important. Names were usually determined by naming after a living or recently deceased relative, um, or names were given in hopes that 
uh, that child might grow into the characteristics that the name implies. In Zachariah's case, his friends and neighbors were shocked when Elizabeth, at the gathering to circumcise the child, announced that her son would be named John. Nobody in the family had that name. They were further more bewildered uh, because there were no relatives in the family by that name, and they were astonished when Zacharias confirmed it by writing on a tablet, his name is John. And at once his mouth was opened and his tongue loosed, and he began to speak in praise of God. Fear came on all those living around them, and all these matters were being talked about in all the hill country of Judea. All who heard them kept them in mind, saying, What then will this child turn out to be? For the hand of the Lord is certainly with him. In the recorded stories here of both John and Jesus' birth, it was God who determined their names. He conveyed his choice of these names in a very powerful way through the angel Gabriel, who stands in the presence of God. God had Gabriel go. How amazing it must have been for Elizabeth, Zacharias, Mary, and Joseph to know that God himself had decreed the names of their sons. Well, why were their names so important? What was God going to do in their lives? Let's look for a minute at the names. We looked at John. Uh, God has been gracious is the meaning of John's name. The name Jesus in Hebrew is Yehoshua. Yehoshua means God saves, and more specifically, Yahweh saves. The Hebrew name Yehoshua is translated as Yeshua in the Aramaic language that Jesus most likely spoke on a daily basis. The original Greek rendered Jesus' name as capital I-E-S-O-U-S, pronounced Yesus. When the Bible was translated into Latin from the original Greek in the 4th century, the translators rendered his name as capital I-E-S-U-S. They left off the O, but it was pronounced the same way, Jesus. Latin was the preferred language of the Catholic Church, so throughout Europe, the Latin name for Yeshua was used, Jesus. Well, in the Latin, the letter I is actually split into two letters, I and J. So, Jesus, I-E-S-U-S, became J-E-S-U-S, but it was still pronounced the same, Jesus. Around 1500, the letter J took on the J sound that we know today instead of the Y sound of Y uh, that had been associated with it before. So, I-E-S-U-S, Jesus, became J-E-S-U-S, Jesus, but then it took on the J sound, Jesus, or Jesus. So, okay, what about all that? So Jesus comes from the Latin, Jesus, which comes from the Greek, Jesus, different spelling, which comes from the Aramaic, Yeshua, which comes from the Hebrew, Yehoshua, which is also translated as Joshua. Two important things about the origin of the name of Jesus. First, the name was determined by God, which he directed the angel Gabriel to communicate to Mary and to Joseph that this is the name of my son. 
Joseph and Mary had no say in the naming of Jesus. He was God's son, and he named him Jesus, Yeshua. God spared Joseph and Mary the burden of naming the Son of God. Can you imagine the pressure? (laughs) The name above all names. The second point, the name in the original Hebrew derives from the name that God gave himself, Yahweh. In Exodus 3.14, where he presents himself, declares his name to Moses. And he gives the name to his only begotten son, Yahashua. In his name, God declares that he saves through his son. Yah, God, Shua, saves. God saves. Yahweh is God's personal name. The original Hebrew letters are transliterated into English as the letters Y-H-V-H. And the exact pronunciation, no one can be sure because there were no pronunciation marks associated with the original Hebrew. But we use Yahweh. It's used approximately 6,807 times in the Bible, Yahweh. Sometimes it's interpreted as Lord, but it, it's not really. It's a different meaning. God revealed his name to Moses as Yahweh, I am who I am. God describes himself as I am who I am, the one who exists. Now, some believe that the name means life or breath. And in that vein, God is the one who exists, the source of life and breath. He has always been, thus I am who I am. Of course, there are other names for God in the Bible, but they're more descriptive of his attributes or his character. They're not his actual personal revealed name. And they're not nearly used as much as Yahweh either. The closest is is Elohim, which is used 2,340 times in the Bible. It's translated as God, and it relates to strength and power. It's sometimes shortened to El as in El Shaddai, God Almighty, or El Elyon, God Most High, or El Roy, God Who Sees, etc. God, Yahweh, the one who exists and is the source of life and breath, has named his only begotten son, Yeshua, Yahweh saves. The very name of Jesus, Jesus, Yeshua, Yehoshua is a declaration from God, the Father, that he has a plan to redeem sinners unto himself. His name is his very mission. Jesus is the anointed one, the Messiah in Hebrew, the Christ in Greek. These are his titles. They're not his last name. During Advent, we mark the giving of the name that is now the single most known and recognized name throughout the world and throughout history. Jesus, or Joshua from the Aramaic Yeshua, is one of the great names in the history of the Jewish people. It was Joshua who led the people into the promised land after Moses relinquished leadership to him. Joshua led the people across the Jordan and marched around Jericho, in the land of milk and honey. 
Joshua leads God's people to the promised land. Gabriel declared to Mary that Jesus, Yeshua, would be great, surpassingly great. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. In the name of Yeshua, there is transcendent greatness. Not only will he lead God's people into the promised land like Joshua, he will sit on the throne of David forever. Gabriel said, And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom will have no end. Yeshua is the long-awaited Messiah, the Christ, the anointed one. How overwhelming and awe-striking this must have been to young Mary. Gabriel also declares to Joseph in his dream concerning Yeshua, he will save his people from their sins. Yeshua, Yahweh saves. Yes, God's people need saving. Joseph would have understood that. They've waited so long to be saved from their enemies. But wait, the angel said he will save his people from their sins. He will save them from themselves. This will require sacrificial death. That's not yet clear to Joseph and Mary. Of course, we have the benefit of hindsight, the word of God, the illumination of the Holy Spirit, the testimonies of the saints in order to know the extent that Yahweh will go to save his people. What must have gone through Joseph and Mary's minds as they watched over Jesus in the manger in a stall in Bethlehem? Surrounded by shepherds who had heard from angels on high of his glorious birth. And wise men from afar that had followed a special star in the sky to this lowly setting to pay homage to the newborn king of kings and lord of lords. This is Yahweh, not merely sending a human vessel to save, but becoming a vessel himself to save his people. But Joseph and Mary had no idea what laid ahead for Jesus to fulfill that mission. He will be tempted by Satan himself, yet without sin. He will live a sinless life and then become sin on our behalf, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. He will become sin on our behalf on the cross in order to purchase our ransom and to gain our freedom. Yeshua will conquer death itself to bring us life. As we move through the next few weeks of Advent, let us pray for a renewed sense of awe and wonder in his purposes for his people, for us, that are made evident through his Son. In closing, I want to read from Acts 4, 5 through 12, where Peter and John have been put in jail for preaching Christ crucified and resurrected. It says, On the next day their rulers and elders and scribes were gathered together in Jerusalem. And Annas the high priest was there, and Caiaphas and John and Alexander, and all who were of high priestly descent. When they had placed them in the center, they began to inquire, By what power or in what name have you done this? Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, Rulers and elders of the people, If we are on trial today for a benefit done to a sick man as to how this man has been made well, let it be known to all of you and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ the Nazarene, 
whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead. By this name, this man stands here before you in good health. He is the stone which was rejected by you, the builders, but but which became the chief cornerstone. And there is salvation in no one else. For there is no other name under heaven that has been given among men by which we must be saved. There is no other name by which men can be saved. Yahashua, Yeshua, Jesus, Jesus. God saves. It's his very name. I'm reminded of that Bill and Gloria Gaither song. Um, Hadn't sung it in years, but Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. There's just something about that name. Master, Savior, Jesus, like the fragrance after the rain. Jesus, 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 let all heaven and earth proclaim. Kings and kingdoms will all pass away, but there's something about that name. Let's pray. Oh, Jesus, Yeshua, Yahshua, Jesus. There's something about your name. So precious. God, that you would send your only begotten son who knew no sin to become sin on our behalf. To reconcile us to you. Your name means Yahweh saves. Thank you, Jesus. We celebrate your coming as a child. We celebrate your life, your death, your burial, your resurrection. I thank you that you serve you as a risen king, that you were seated by the Father at this very moment, making intercession on our behalf. And we just love you so much that you've enlightened us to this knowledge. Lord, draw us ever closer. I thank you that there's power in your name. There's life in your name. We bless you, Jesus. Amen.